Welcome to Travel Market Life, your companion for industry insights and professional business development. Travel Market Life. Join us by webcast, video or podcast. Travel Market Life. Travel Market Life is backed by Haynes Marcoms, a B2B marketing communications PR consultancy specializing in the technologies, travel, hospitality, and property sectors. Create meaningful connections and visibility to grow. Haynes Marcoms cuts through the noise to resonate with target buyers, decision makers, and influencers. From contextualizing your mission to positioning your value proposition, Haynes Marcoms helps you address the issues that matter. Marketing, PR, and social. Build profile, gain momentum, shape strategy with Haynes Marcoms. Travel Market Life. Joining me now is Angelique Kranja, Senior Sustainability Manager at Lavington Group. Thanks ever so much for coming along and talking to us today because I know you've just launched a brand new hotel and sustainability being a real hot topic right now and a difficult one for hotels. Um, I'd love to find out a bit more from you today about how can the industry really incorporate sustainable practices and approaches to design and development? Oh, hello, Ryan. Thank you for inviting me here today. Uh, and I hope I can be of help. Um, in terms of areas where we, uh, where hotels can um, innovate a bit and like introduce sustainability in the hotel design and construction, I think that it's incorporating design principles within uh, the hotel while, while, during the design stage of the hotels, which is designing less or choosing natural material or prioritizing local and focusing a lot on creating timeless spaces um, with a focus on the people, like designing for the people mainly. I think that it's a bit about introducing green infrastructure within the building and making sure that they're targeting energy efficient systems and introducing, if possible, where possible, like renewable renewable resources on site as well. I mean, it's fascinating. There's so many different aspects to it that you've got to be considering. But obviously, there are frameworks in place by the sounds of it. And, and you've been working really hard within the Lamington Group to actually apply this to your properties. Um, is, is this, was this sort of like really the uh, starting point when you launched this new business, uh, new property in, in Belfast? I think that it started a bit before. Um, the first uh, the first property where we engaged with sustainability and we did quite a lot of work for uh, with it uh, was Chizik. So when we last Chizik room to Chizik, uh, it was designed. It was the first hotel to be designed to a net zero standard. Uh, and what net zero means? That's a bit of a difficult topic nowadays. So net zero, um, whole life net zero hotels means two things. Uh, looking into the operational carbon from your property and the embodied carbon of your property throughout the lifespan of the of the building. So from 
when we look at the embodied carbon side of things, we're talking about the extraction of raw materials, uh, changing or designing uh, for less, and then building the building the transferring them to the site, building the site, then operating the site. It's the operational carbon. While you're operating the site, you still have some embodied carbon through the refurbishments or renewals of the building, and then towards the end of the lifespan of the building, how do you dispose of it as well? That's uh, that's in short, like a net zero, whole life net zero approach when designing a building. I mean, let's start with the first part, because, I mean, you've got some really interesting perspectives on that, particularly, you know, how we look at our forefathers. And we're only talking a couple of generations ago uh, where you actually sort of recycled and reupholstered and, and reused. Uh, but there's also this aspect of of, of utilising or, or recycling um, different types of materials. Uh, tell me about uh, some of the applications and, and approaches that you've taken there. So when we are designing a new site, uh, what we prioritize quite a lot is, I mean, we look at the buildings like material banks. So if you're building a new building or if you're refurbishing an existing one, we, we look a lot at the long-term value of the elements in the space. So for an existing building, we try to maintain as much as possible of the original construction. And then we start building on that. Uh, when we're building a new site, then we are making sure that we are maximizing the recycled content that can go within the space. So we are we have reclaimed steel. Uh, we will be using like high GDPS content in our concrete. These are like the, the hard elements, the big, big, big bits in the building. But also when 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 we are designing the space internally, we prioritize quite a lot sourcing existing resources. You will see that if you walk around, for example, on Belfast, our newest one, you'll see that we have a counter, like we have the reception. Um, area at the reception table that is made out of recycled bottles or if you walk around um, the breakfast and cafe area you can see that most of the tables they have reclaimed tiles um, some of our tables are vintage we've sourced locally and vintage items uh, we have um, that my favorite one is a table that's made out of train sleepers mm. so basically we've reclaimed that and we've turned them into tables um, so there's lots, lots of bits and pieces around the hotel during the design of the actual building, but also during the interior design of the building where we've incorporated quite a lot of sustainability. That's fascinating. How did you source the right partners then um, from the interior designers to the property developers that were actually going to be able to build to the sustainable value values of Lamington Group? So this is, this is very challenging um, because... It, there's no there's no straightforward answer as to what who is a sustainable supplier, mm. if that makes sense. Apart from certain big suppliers that they do have accreditations that can back up their claims in terms of sustainability, we try quite a lot to source locally, um, and we try quite a lot to boost the local economy where we build. Like we're very respectful of the local economy, and we try to sort of boost that. So how how do we get the right suppliers? So we screen them. We have a sustainability procurement policy. Um, and then we have a survey that we send out to all of our suppliers or potential suppliers. And then we screen them based on that, see how they perform against different criteria around ESNG, environmental, social and governance. And then we have a ranking behind that. And we balance the sustainability, of course, with the cost of it. Um, and this is how we we sort of pick our partners and pick our suppliers. Uh, but we're always looking to, like,
any opportunity for us to use existing resources before choosing a new resource. And at the same time, looking on the environmental impact of the materials that we choose, uh, whether or not they're very high in terms of uh, chemicals like the chemicals concentration, how healthy is this material for the space, because at the end of the day, we do design for the people. So we want this to, to promote healthy air quality, to have access to natural light. Like we always think, like our principles are more around not choosing natural, prioritizing local, going for a timeless space and designing for the people. That must be really fun, actually. Yeah, it is. It's super creative, no? <laughs> I mean, you're, you're problem solving, um, <laughs> as well as, as you say, trying to bring that real eco angle to it at the same time. So, you know, there, there, I can see that feel good factor in yeah. what you do. Um, but as you say, you know, finding the right materials, making sure that they're made up correctly. I mean, what, one of the things that I found fascinating recently when I was talking to a to a, a fabric supplier, in fact, was that they, you know, went on about their, um, their, their credentials around reusing um, or recycling plastics, uh, particularly in their poly um, synthetic uh, mater uh, fabric materials, and that you have to be careful because there are actually companies out there that are producing bottles that are just going to be straight back recycled and don't ever actually enter the consumer chain so it's it's it, you know you as you say you've got to be very careful of, of the certificates that are in practice and, and and check that they actually meet your values and it's just not you know just uh, eco for eco sake yeah this is this is why we have the survey and this is why we're screening our suppliers but then there are frameworks that help quite a lot um for example b corps normally like companies that they are B Corp certified. They've gone through a very strict audit, um, mapping out their, their supply chain, understanding where uh, the income comes from, where the materials come from, how they operate. The, even the buildings where they produce the materials, like they're being assessed against all sorts of areas. So it is, it is a very challenging uh, field to navigate. But I think that we need within the next, because it's a data issue, end of the day, uh, I feel like within the next two to five years, we will have a lot more clarity about our supply. I mean, yeah, let's just touch on that, actually, about the supply chain, uh, because I guess you've got to look at sustainability um, beyond just who the, the building and the How do you First of all, we have a sustainability team, uh, but it's two people. It's me and a sustainability officer. Um, and as a business, as Lamington Group, we have uh, two campaigns, two internal campaigns. One of the campaigns is called Team Planet and the other one is called Culture Club. So Team Planet is educating the staff. Like we have a session once per month uh, where we're educating our staff around sustainability principles. We have we are following a framework called, called One Planet Living. And One Planet Living has 10 principles around uh, that span around health and well-being, energy, waste. So every month we have a session about one of these topics where we explain the topic and then we explain the standards. And then we explain how we deliver this as a hotel uh, and how they can help us meet our like wider sustainability strategy. Uh, in terms of the different people that we have on site, like as you said, the GMs, uh, what we do is we have knowledge bite sessions as well. 
as part of that, where we we have mapped out where the impact of the different functions of the business, like where, where the function of the different functions of the business impact the wider sustainability agenda. And we have trickled down the responsibility to the people on site. So if, let's say, I have a DM that is choosing what type of beverage is going behind the counter, uh, he's already aware. It's questions that other suppliers are going to be able to answer easily, like bigger suppliers, if you're supplying from, like, I don't know, let's say Coca-Cola, like they're going to have that readily available. Then you have smaller suppliers, which we would like to prioritize because you want to source local, that they're not going to have readily available that information. And for that reason, we provide education to them. We have prepared like presentation or educational material where we say, okay, we've asked this question. We're not going to penalize you if you've not got there in your journey yet. However, here's our some resources. As time passes, we're not going to be the first one asking this question. It's good if you engage with the topic. Um, so it's a bit of a balancing act and it's not a straightforward answer. We choose these over these. It's more assessing case by case. But we train very well our staff to be prepared. And then if they if they hit the roadblock and they have questions like they always come to sustainability and we discuss about it. I can see, you know, the challenge, as you say, you know, there's one thing sourcing locally, but there's another thing sourcing locally and sustainably and, and actually local businesses having a lot of those processes and, and policies in place. And that takes time, that takes education. And and you're certainly part of that puzzle uh, to help influence change amongst more local businesses. Now, I know that there is a wider business case for sustainability. It's not just about climate change. Can you talk us through some of the key um, impact that it has commercially to businesses? I think that there, there are a few things. When it comes to the business case for sustainability, you have economic benefits, you have long-term value, you have brand reputation, and you attract more conscious guests. These are the four things from the top of my head. When it, in terms of economic benefits, you have cost savings. You have waste reduction, definitely, or you're repurposing your waste. Um, you have automated processes. On the energy side of things, you have properties that they reduce a lot less energy as well. They use a lot less water. Um, in terms of the long-term value, I think that there is a thing that needs to be mentioned. I think that it's a lot about risk mitigation. We've seen quite a lot of the impact of climate change, especially this summer. So by reducing the environmental impacts and adopting more resilient practices in the hotel sector, you can mitigate risks that are associated with climate change and natural disasters and avoiding very costly damages. For example, like designing a property that is designed for flood mitigation, like it's, it's self-explanatory or having a blue roof at the top of your building sort of concentrated like the excess water rainwater the, these are things that's future proof your bill it definitely helps with the brand reputation uh, because the commitment to sustainability enhances the brand the brand reputation we've had we've attracted a lot of uh, press with Cheesic when we opened Cheesic mm -hmm. it was it was advertised as the first whole life net zero hotel um, and we had a lot of press and we have lots of guests as well that they are really um they're really connecting with the brand because of it. Because end of the day, it's a lifestyle that we're pushing for. It's a change. We're not going to be sacrificing comfort or the comfort of our guests. It's just that we will be doing business in a better way, I think. Um, and we're following standards and frameworks like Net Zero uh, by UKGBC, 
the KGBC is UK Green Building Council, which has a lot of guidance about what is net zero, what is biodiversity, uh, how to go about your offset. So there's so much information available. We have been certified by Green Tourism, which is a recognition of our efforts. Um, and we have very high like BRIAM, uh, BRIAM ratings as well. Our EPCs for the newest properties are both A, which means like they're very energy efficient properties. But yeah, the, the past year we've been we've been receiving lots of awards uh, because of these strategies, which is great because it sort of gives us exposure to audiences that we wouldn't have otherwise. Um, and I think that it, it invites for a healthy competition between us um, and the rest of the industry. We definitely want to educate the industry. We definitely want to take everyone on board. Sustainability is not, it's all of us or none of us. Uh. That's excellent. I mean, congratulations on all of that. And as you say, you know, those, I guess, that are very conscious around sustainability would already recognise a lot of those certifications and, and the awards that you've got. Um, how do you engage, though, maybe some of the wider guests in that? And, and, and why is it important to really engage guests in, in, in those sustainability practices? So um, we do we do quite a lot of um, guest engagement, but in a very subtle way. So we have the pre-coms where we um, we educate a bit our guests about our property, like it's sustainable property. You may see certain things on site that you can interact with. There is a sustainability wall. When you enter all of our properties, you'll find a sustainability wall where you can play around on an iPad with the different initiatives in and also we have like quite a lot of gamification on site. So you walk around on site and like you reach the elevator and you may get a prompt, why not take the stairs? Or um, like when you are when you're opening a window, there's like a there is a the gamification aspect of it. Did you know how much energy like you would save if you just close the window when you're when you have the aircon on? The other way around, like just make sure that your aircon is off whenever you're like opening windows. And I think that you take that back home. Um and it's a big, big piece. Uh, sort of learning from the space because the spaces we occupy like really change how we experience life no absolutely absolutely yes uh, I, I certainly agree so Angeliki finally um, we're going to come to a question that is really a hot topic again in the industry um, artificial intelligence meets sustainability uh, where are you seeing uh, and exploring the role of AI currently generative AI is um, is going to be the new internet. You can automate. You can automate a lot of things around your property, gathering the data and filling in the gaps where you don't have the data. Understand how your your asset is is performing, occupancy patterns, and how you can optimize the way you operate your property, how you allocate the rooms, or how your systems, like electrical, um, sorry, mechanical systems, are working within the space. That's definitely um, an area where we're it can benefit and at the same time energy usage within the space how how do you use the energy within the space for us the next the area where we would be utilizing um ai in the future near future is probably the lab room so we have been collecting data we are collecting data on energy water um and the different splits the energy drivers so we will understand what are the patterns and then how can we improve existing and future designs to um, reduce reduce the consumption basically uh, reducing waste, definitely. Um, I think it can help if you have visibility over your waste, you can understand your waste patterns and you can definitely improve on that. If I knew that I had X amount of waste made out of paper, then maybe that's a resource that I can use, I can monetize that. Um, 
The other area where AI can help quite a lot is during the design stage. So the typical engineer can probably test how many, 10 scenarios of a design, hotel design, but you can test a thousand different design options for a building uh, in a click of a button and you can have the results in like within half an hour. So we are talking about a lot more options. So I think that our designs are going to be a lot more um, like detailed and maybe more intelligent the way we, we design. That's brilliant. I mean, as you say, you know, there's so many different ways and places that you can utilize AI. And uh, I know that AI has been uh, sort of explored a lot more within architecture and, and design. And I think we've seen some very interesting results uh, mm -hmm. as a consequence of that. Uh, Angeliki, I, that's been a fantastic exploration of hotel sustainability and really informative. And, you know, congratulations on the recent opening of the Belfast Lamington Group Hotel and, uh, you know, the what you've achieved from a sustainable standpoint. Thank you very much for inviting me here today. I've had a lovely time. I hope I helped. Uh, thank you very much. Wonderful, Angeliki. Thank you again. So that was Angelika Karenia, a Senior Sustainability Manager at Lamington Group, really exploring that hotel sustainability there. Um, if you've got any questions, please don't hesitate to drop us a line um, either on my email, ryan at haynesmarcoms.agency or through um, the LinkedIn channel. And we will be in contact and we will share these questions of Angeliki and know that she will also be available if you want to connect with her on LinkedIn. For all of our podcasts, head to your podcast channel, uh, whether that is your Apple, your Deezer, your Spotify, or now on Amazon Alexa. I'm your host, Ryan Haynes. Thanks ever so much for joining me. For more, go to Travel Market Life. The music sensation by Zach Nelson is reproduced under license from Storyblocks. Travel Market Life is a Haynes Marcoms digital marketing agency production serving the travel and technology industries.